What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Big Run the Chips Podcast. I am your loyal host, Big Run the Chip. Now, you're probably asking yourself, Run, Big Run, the champ, how big are you? And how long have you been the champ? Well, at least 20 fucking years. That's how big I am. No, uh... First of all, I'm never going to give you a straight answer to a question. I have no fucking idea. I, I'd say long before I was born. Actually, I, um, I was named after uh, my, my grandpa, Ronnie Wright, who was named after. There's there's many, many Ronnie Wrights in the fucking um, in the bloodline there, going back uh, many generations. And uh, he was a boxing champ. I, I was never a fucking champ of boxing. I, uh, frankly, I thought I was pretty fucking terrible at it compared to uh, any of the fighters I met. Um, those guys are scary motherfuckers. Very humbling experience, I must say. I, and I always say this, if you ever get too cocky, if you ever feel like, um, that's like one time I was, I was working out every day and, uh, I was feeling like my workouts weren't challenging enough and then one of my, one of my best pals gave me a fucking workout to do and I was like, fuck! The worst thing is, is he's helping me out with problems I was not having. Like, he was telling me how to do crunches to make it burn more. It's like, I'm not having problems with crunches that don't burn enough. And then he was giving me this workout to exhaust myself. And it's like, okay, maybe I was getting a little cocky, but I think I'm fucking exhausted enough. I uh, don't often have that problem <laughs> where I'm not exhausted enough. But apparently when you start talking shit, that is kind of like as if saying, you know, you, you made your workout too easy. So... You gotta keep fucking challenging yourself. You know, you can't just keep doing the same workout. Like Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> I've been doing the same workout since the 1980s. I do a little bit of biceps, a little bit of chest. I start beating, I'm out. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. <laughs> I put it on a 5.0. That's uh, not too fast, not too slow. It's a, I'll run and get your Mercedes job. <laughs> I always think of that because I fucking, if I put on a 5.0, that's a pretty serious fucking pace for me. I am out of fucking shape. I feel like that's a pretty good, it's not a sprint, but it's not a fucking I'll run and get your Mercedes. I love when people run, but they're going the same speed as walking. They just kind of put a hop in their step as like a little bit of a, like they're putting on a little show for you. Like if someone's like going across the light, they look at you. And it's like, I don't know, some people are like, oh, I wish they'd go a little faster. It's like, no, no, you know what? If someone's putting on that show for you, it's a sign of fucking, like, I want you to think that I'm trying to go faster, you know? Um, they're putting a little hop in their step, putting a little boogie in it, okay? But anyway, I digress. Or in the words of uh, little Carmine Lupertazzi, I digest. <laughs> I fucking love that character. I love that show. Um, I'm really loving that fucking uh, podcast with Michael Imperioli and Steve Sharippa. How the fuck you say his name? Anyway. You know what's fucked up, though? The kid that played AJ, Brian or some shit, I don't remember. Um, he's, he was saying he's never really watched the show. He's only seen like a couple episodes. I guess he didn't really watch it while he was making it. And I, I could kind of see maybe doing that. I don't know. I haven't listened to every episode of my fucking show. Well, the fucking... But the, the fucking actual, like, my YouTube fucking uh, videos, I watched those a thousand fucking times. Those are pure gold. Um, 
No, sometimes I'll listen to this shit. I try, I try to anyway, because I'm like, I, I see a lot of errors and shit I want to correct. Um, I don't, but it's nice to uh, observe them and then not correct them. That is uh, great. You know what? That's part of what being human is, is fucking up constantly and never getting better. Okay? So fuck off. Um... I, I can't remember where was it. Oh yeah. So anyway, you got. I, I don't know what the fuck I was off on a tangent. And uh, but anyway, yeah, you got to constantly. Uh, oh yeah, the kids never fucking watch the show. And then he he. I guess he was really close with James Gandolfini. He's he, apparently he was a really great guy. I didn't know him, but I think he was a phenomenal actor. I think it was a shame he the, he died uh, so so uh, young, given you know what I mean what he could have accomplished later in life. But you can't get away with being a fat ass. I, I fucking hate to say it, you know. It's like a lot of great guys just fucking died way too young. Because your heart just won't fucking do it, you know. Uh, I almost died just now running on the fucking treadmill. I didn't pass out this time. Uh, I did that the other day. I didn't hit the fucking wall. Like, I didn't get flung off. Um, the one gym really made me uncomfortable because you face the wall, which is fine. I don't give a fuck. I don't really want to look at anything. Anyway, I'm off inside my own brain. Um, but I need something behind me in case I pass out. I don't want to get flung into people. It could do a lot of damage. Um, because that does fucking happen. But anyway, I passed out the other day while running and, uh, I just stumbled off the fucking thing. I didn't fall down or fucking smash too hard into the wall. Um, so that, that was all right. Today I just kind of, I don't know if I dozed off or whatever. I just kind of like fucking went off. Oh, I, the worst is, is I was doing my cool down. So I fucking, uh, are you guys interested in this shit? Constantly occurs to me. It occurs to me. I have this little voice in my head that says, no one gives a fuck. Um, but again, I don't listen to that voice. Was that my conscience? Fuck off. I love that in the Simpsons. He's like, uh, what about that little voice in your head that tells you not to do bad things or whatever? He's like, you mean Lisa? <laughs> or he's like, you're conscious. He's like, you silent that motherfucker with alcohol. I can't remember the exact quotes. I just watched that episode too. Um, fuck, Simpsons is a great show, man. Four to... Actually, I'm into 11. There's still good, great quality there. And uh, I must say, I shit all over the fucking um, later ones. But... You know what? Like, fuck. To have, like, ten fucking seasons of a show that are just fantastic. It's like, I mean, fuck. Go ahead. Have fucking 30 more that just suck. No one else... Very few shows are fucking solid for ten fucking years straight. I mean, holy fuck. I mean, except for this show. This show will go 20 fucking years. Um, top fucking notch quality every fucking day. Um... That right there, that fucking, um, um, so, uh, I fucking can't stand that shit. When I listen to it later, every once in a while I hear it while I'm doing it and it bothers me so much. I'm sorry, guys, if that bothers you too, especially if someone points it out and then you're like, um, um. Uh, you know what I can't stand too is when, well, I, I get it, it when you have a huge audience, you break for, like, laughter. You know what I mean? Like, you'll, you'll like, you just, you, you guys understand what I'm saying. But some people will do that. Well, first of all, they'll break way too fucking long, even when they said something that's not funny. And it's just like, oh, it's, I don't know. It fucking bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me so much. I'm, I'm getting like irritated by fucking comedians that are far more successful and talented than I am. I'm not even a comedian, but I, I just like to point that out that, um, 
that they suck fucking balls and I'm fucking way better. That's that's actually what I'm trying to say. Fuck, I don't know why I'm humbling myself so much. Oh, anyway, I was uh, saying though, when you can draw parallels between uh, very successful people and yourself, it, it's kind of cool. Or when they fuck up the same way you do. And, and for example, I was talking about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, Oh, anyway, yeah, like leaving your comfort zone. Uh, I wanted to finish that fucking thought if I could, as far as, uh, you know, when you get too good at stuff or you feel like you do. Uh, my, my, one of my big examples was going to the fucking, going to a gym, any fucking gym, um, or going, sorry, not just going to the gym to work out with yourself. See, the thing is, I love that because I don't want to deal with other people. I don't want to deal with their bullshit fucking egos and their fucking attitudes and their stupid fucking bullshit. When I'm working out, I just want to be in the fucking zone. Like that uh, new haircut video on YouTube. I just saw it the other day. Um, not now, Chief. I'm in the fucking zone. Um, anyway. So that's one thing I love about working out on my own. However, anytime I've tried to learn how to fight properly, oh my fucking God, that was a humbling experience. Uh, judo, karate, fucking... Um, and boxing especially, man. Those were mean motherfuckers in there. And like, yeah, you you, you leave your comfort zone and it's fucking, uh, it's just that, not comfortable. But that's the only way you're ever gonna get better. That's the only way you're ever gonna truly, really fucking experience life. I remember uh, being out on a fucking logging road out in the middle. I have no fucking where, we're, no idea where we were. I just know that at one point I jumped in a fucking stream thinking it was just a regular stream and it was a it was a glacier fed stream from a mountain and it was I'll never forget that shock of like whoa <laughs> I've been in lots of cold water I've gone in too early or too late in the season but I've never been in a glacier fed fucking uh, mountain stream before but I'm telling you I remember I was just I was drinking alcohol and then I was drinking right out of this fucking stream it was like the cleanest water I've ever drank in my life I mean I was upstream of the guys sweating and pissing in the fucking thing but um anyway the one guy is like hey do you guys mind going off trail like off the logging roads I'm like this is a fucking trail holy shit it's already kicking my ass we kayaked out um to this fucking place I don't know and um I was like yeah fuck it let's do it and it was so fucking funny, because even though the fucking, the terrain was really rough, the shit we were climbing through, whatever, uh, a lot, he was saying, that our buddy was like, a lot of people don't want to do this shit. I'm like, oh, fuck that, man. Let's get the, let's, let's go for it, right? Um, and then he was like, uh, it was funny, because he was climbing through some stuff or whatever. The most beautiful fucking thing I could never, I didn't take a single picture, and I could never do it justice even trying to paint the picture. But um, he st my, my buddy who was leading us was stopped and he was like, man, this fucking sucks. <laughs> this is awful. I hate this. It was just so fucking funny because it was like the best fucking day ever. And he just, you know, so many people, no, fuck, I don't want to do that shit. And, um, and he just stopped and like, man, this fucking sucks. I think that guy, I traveled much of the fucking world like that, though, just going for it. Um, but anyway, he's, he's dead now. I don't mean that in a morbid or... Um, sad way I meant uh I mean that in a in a way that um actually I was gonna set up a joke like <laughs> oh it's good to go off the beaten trail he died I like to say that as if he died right there on the fucking trail <laughs> um I'm not I don't want to make light of it I don't know how he died but he just died recently he was a wonderful guy I'm really glad I got to spend uh such great fucking quality time with the guy uh, when I when I did and uh you know 
it's like some people, it, it really sucks that you never get to see them again for whatever reason, but uh, it's just, and, and it's like right after when it's fresh, it's, you don't want to hear this bullshit because doesn't nothing's going to comfort you. But in the long run, you can just think back to the fucking happy memories and how they impacted you fucking positively, you know what I mean? Like that guy maybe fucking only knew for a while, a short while, and only got to spend a limited amount of time, and now it's never fucking get to spend time with the guy again. But the impact the guy left on me and so many others was fucking, um, you know what I mean? You, with all you can learn from a person and take away is, I don't know, it's fucking absolutely beautiful. And uh, there you go. I don't, I don't want to get heavy or cheesy or whatever, but it, it does happen, you know. Speaking of heavy and cheesy, let's uh, let's fucking uh, let's switch gears here for a sec. I I think I told this story again, but again, you guys have heard this disclaimer. I fucking repeat myself. Go fuck yourselves. If you got a problem with that, shove it up your fucking ass. Fucking file it under the complaints department. Again, I'm not getting nearly as many emails as I was before. So if you guys have any fucking feedback, positive or negative, you're always welcome to email me at askbigron at gmail.com or be on the fucking show. Honestly, only two people took me up on that fucking offer. And um, guys, I'm very grateful for that. I love you all. And God help us if I start getting other people rambling on here. It could get fucking ugly or it could get beautiful. You know, could get beautiful. <laughs> anyway, so I went through this fucking thing where I was trying to test the high limits of things. You know, like, oh, what's too much of this? What's too much of that? Also, competitive eating and drinking competitions led to some really fucking stupid shit. But uh, one of the things I'd say is like, ah, oh, you can never have too much garlic. Oh, you can never have too much sugar. Oh, you can never have too much syrup. You can never have too much melted cheese. That was a big one. Um, we, I had to reach the high limit of all these things. Or you never have too much bacon. That was fucking like, oh, fuck. My arteries are like permanently fucking, will never fully open again. Um, oh my God. But there is a limit. It's high, but there's a high limit to everything. And, uh, I had to reach that with melted cheese. Holy fuck. And there's a few guys going down with me and they were big time overeaters as well. And even they were like, fuck dude, you gotta fucking dial it back a bit and I was like yeah we reached I reached the fuck you know what I mean there's like 16 fucking pounds of extra goddamn fucking cheeses fucking um on top anyway I was like Jesus Christ that's the only fucking line you can say and um oh I just fucking was was trying to use um text to speech no speech to text uh, why am I having so much trouble with that? <laughs> I, I, yeah, anyway, um, it bleeps out all my swears except for the blasphemy. It kept all the blasphemy in there. I guess because it split up the word God and damn, which are, are not uh, offensive on their own, I guess. Um, I remember I had a teacher, Mr. Gray, I believe. I don't, I don't like to name people by names, but I don't feel like I'm going to incriminate them. Um, also, it's a Nate Gray is very common, all right, and uh, he was so fucking funny. The thing is, I didn't appreciate a lot of humor when I was young, and then when I got older, I did. But anyway, when, when um, just, you know, some, some humor you just don't get when you're a kid, you know, you don't, you don't pick up on a lot of shit. Uh, the other thing is, though, uh, a lot of humor is absolutely fucking stupid, but if it makes you laugh, 
That's fine. One of the greatest lines I've ever heard of, this applies to everything. It's a universal concept because people were arguing about the best way to have fucking what the best whiskey was and the best way to drink it. Blah 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 blah. On the rocks, neat with some fucking whatever fucking mix with some fucking this or that. And um, this one guy is like, um, I don't remember. He's he, he he didn't. It wasn't an original line from him, but he's like the best thing I ever heard was, the best whiskey is your favorite whiskey, and the best way to drink it is however the fuck you like it. I I, I think I just paraphrased with the, uh, the the profanity. I don't give a fuck if that was in there or not, but you know what I mean. It's just to add fucking uh, emphasis. So whatever the fuck you like. When it comes to preferences, this is another thing that's misunderstood. What the um, did I finish that thought on the high limits? Yeah, there are high limits to everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did. There's a high limit to even fucking busting a nut. Eventually, you're gonna get to the point where you can't even nut anymore. Um, but anyway, melted cheese, busting nuts, garlic, um, drugs, alcohol. We all fucking hit those. Um, where was I? Every t every person in a fucking buffet uh, has has hit a fucking high limit that they you know they, we all reached that point where it's just like no more fuck this ah <laughs> oh, shit so anyway where was I? Oh yeah, that guy that played uh, AJ he fucking can't watch the show it's too painful because he had like a really serious bond with uh, James Gandolfini and it just breaks his heart to see him now. Whatever, you fucking pussy. No, I'm just joking. If I had any any footage of anyone I ever had a fucking bond with, I'd watch it every fucking day. Um, I'd watch, yeah, I'd watch it even more because it would mean even more to me than anyone else. You have a bond with someone that no one else had. Um, I would feel like you'd take more away from watching that shit than anyone else. I don't know why I'm judging some guy I've never fucking met in my fucking life. Um... It just feels good, you know. But anyway, uh, I'm really enjoying that fucking podcast. Uh, it was, yeah, it was really interesting to hear from that guy because uh, he doesn't sound ruined. But I think anyone who makes tons of fucking money when they're young usually gets fucking ruined, and that breaks my fucking heart because they can't have a regular fucking uh, childhood, and they can't, you know what I mean? They they, they get that, that stolen from them. And then they usually end up completely fucked out of their heads. Like the most extreme uh, case would have been Michael Jackson. But there's endless, endless fucking examples. So if you ever want to get your kid involved in show business, you should fucking just kill yourself and say maybe your kid will have a chance of uh, fucking having a better life without you. I think that should just be a sting operation. They should just put an ad like, oh, bring your children to this fucking thing to try to make them famous and by, you know, make yourself money out exploiting your ch child. Um, and then everyone that shows up, they just take the fucking kid and take him anywhere else. And then they just, I don't even know, just torture the fucking parents until they fucking, uh, just torture them and film it and be like, ah, hey, now you're a star. This is what, this is, this is what you want. Here you go. And then just make fucking, uh, crazy torture, fucking videos, and then a nice fucking ended off with a nice smut film, um, actually, I don't know, you can even just let them fucking live, I, I, I mean, whatever, but, like, if you're trying to exploit your goddamn, I don't know, I'm doing the Steve Wilkos thing where I'm, like, getting mad, and I'm at, or getting mad at, like, the lowest rung of society, because it makes me feel better, but, you know, you, you gotta do this sometimes, someone's gotta do it, right, 
Like, I remember in, um, fucking Kenny versus Spenny, that fucking Spenny's, like, got all these babies, and he's trying to make a video, and he's, like, talking about, like, nailing them to the floor, and he's, like, freaking out, because, like, these babies are upset, and, like, okay, this is fucked. Who brought their fucking child to something like this? And the one mother, it just, it never, it always stuck with me. She was like, this is like the stupidest thing I've ever signed up my baby for, like I've ever signed her up for my baby. And it's like, dude, you're, you have a fucking baby. You've signed this poor fucking thing up for multiple fucking things. Some creepy fucking mentally deranged weirdo put out an ad or, or whatever, a request for fucking children and you fucking showed up with those kids, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, again, it should be a sting operation. Just take all the kids. I don't give a fuck. Let them fucking grow up like runts in the fucking city of God. Fucking Brazil is better than, you know, at least they'll learn valuable skills. That's a fucking goddamn shame. Um, kids that just grow... That's another way of growing up without a childhood. Um... Well, if they use the real runts in the fucking movie, then that's double. These kids were robbed of a childhood and then and then forced into show business. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's very tragic shit. I don't think there's very little that's more tragic. But it's like Frank McCourt said. Not that you should ever intentionally subject people to shit like this. One thing he said was, um, he's a guy that wrote Angels Ashes. Is one of my favorite books. I like to talk about it a lot. Um, anyway. Actually, the movie was pretty good, too. Um, I like Robert Carlyle. Someone was talking shit about the guy. I'm like, I always liked him. He was fucking Bigby in Train Spotting. He was great. He was great in everything I've seen him in. You know what I, I really enjoyed was uh, Full Monty. It's about guys that are fucking trying to be strippers. You know, so first I was like, this is fucking weird. This is creepy and fucking confusing when I watched this like a kid. But that, when I watched when I was older, it really hits home because it's about a town where they remove all the industry and everyone's poor as shit. That's like every fucking town now across like pretty much North England, well, England, North America, and I don't know, God knows how many, where you just have these towns that used to be thriving because there was all this industry. And now you just got guys walking around trying to figure out how to fucking, what to do with their fucking lives. And yeah, they're driven to fucking, you know, pouring themselves out as fucking, uh, as, um, strippers, but, you know, whatever, I mean, fuck, we're all getting exploited anyway, again, I don't fucking look down on it, it makes no difference to me what a man does for a living, um, that was a terrible godfather impression, I'm really sorry, I am a godfather, and that was, that was disgraceful, let me work on that, Marlon Brando's like a low-hanging fruit, um, as, as far as, he's one of the, my favorite actors, um, he's, well, he's one of the best, but he, um, his voice is one of those ones that's like easy to imitate. That's what I mean by the low hanging fruit thing. I don't know why I feel like I have to dumb things down. I spent most of my life around extremely stupid fucking people. And now I consider myself an extremely stupid fucking person. Not just for self-deprecation. I just mean my brain does not function nearly like it used to. I do the best with what I got. Um, or at least I tell myself that to get myself through the fucking day. Where, where was I? Fuck, I got uh, the fucking tangents. But anyway. Um, so I feel like I'm constantly fucking trying to over-explain and dumb myself down. It is a compulsion, as I've, I've, I've expressed. I'm trying to work my way through this. My fucking coverage covers, like, three fucking, maybe four therapy sessions. So I got to do most of everything on my fucking own. Uh, 
whatever. Like I say, though, this is a form of therapy for me. I get a lot off my chest. So you guys, uh, if I had any fucking money at all, I'd send you guys fucking money for, for being therapists. Um, but anyway. But it's like one of my best pals said to me. He said, this is like a form of therapy for others. I, you know, I sometimes just put on fucking shit and just listen to it, and it's therapeutic in a way. So I'll be sending out fucking bills, all right? <laughs> You're, uh... <clears throat> hold on, hold on, let me try again. You're not an assassin. You're a clerk coming to collect the bill. A grocery clerk. Fuck, a fucking, like, I, I don't remember the... I'm trying to do the fucking, uh... <laughs> Apocalypse Now, that was worse than my godfather. Still a Brando impression, but that was such a good fucking movie. Apocalypse Now, holy shit, what a beautiful fucking movie. Fucking, uh, that whole bit too with, uh, what's his name? Robert Duvall, fuck, that was good. Charlie, don't surf! Oh, fuck, I can't even get his voice, hold on, <laughs> let me try that again. Oh, fuck. I love uh, Christmas movies. I, I don't usually care for cheesy rom-coms, but uh, that fucking Four Christmases was pretty fucking funny. Uh, the movie on its entirety, if you don't even want to wait, uh, in, invest all that time, just watch the fucking scenes with uh, Robert Duvall. He's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Anything that guy does is great. But uh, you think I'm going to allow a sex offender into my house? <laughs> he asked him to get fucking uh, installation or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we meet so many people like that. that are just like, <laughs> you think I'm going to allow a sex offender into my house? <laughs> Every single fucking uh, worker is a sex offender. Um, he's not wrong, but we, we all have ways of, uh, of um, skirting the, um, bypassing the police checks. So that's all right. Anyway, I'd like to end on a better note, but I think uh, I think I better go get into work. I love you all. Thank you again for listening. Very therapeutic for me. I hope I hope the same for you guys. God bless you. And uh... oh fuck, another classic. Uh, Mike Mike Ditka and fucking <laughs> oh my god, um, kicking and screaming. Who the fuck was I just talking about? Robert Duvall. Yeah, Robert Duvall and Mike Ditka, fucking absolutely hilarious. Yeah, Will Ferrell's also in the movie, but those two guys are the ones that really make it. So, Oh, and Alex Borstein. She's, she's also awesome. Anyway, I love you guys all. Be well. Take care. What's happening, everybody? Big Brother Chip here. Coming back, I uh, just recorded a big, long segment. I just got really pissed off about some stupid shit and rambled on for like 10 fucking minutes. First I fucking wasted 10 minutes being too pissed off to record. Then I wasted 10 minutes being pissed off recording how pissed off I was and I deleted that. And here I am again. So anyway, I recapped that in 27 seconds done. Now let's move on. To more important matters. I feel better. You know what? You guys should do that sometimes. If you don't have a podcast, just fucking uh, start one. Or just, rec just fucking rant and rave. For like however long you need and then fucking you can just delete it or you can save it or you can fucking publish it i don't give a fuck what you do i um i've just i've just been deleting it i, I don't know if there's anything of value or any any good fucking anything amusing at all i would probably try to salvage it because i i feel like that's sometimes about the shit i save but it is what it is you know i gotta put out content i try to keep up um you know fuck 
people relying on you to put out content, good or bad, I don't give a fuck. It's it's fucking going. It's it's hitting the fucking press, you know. The uh, the news waves, the printing press, the um, you know. Holy fuck, man! I got a. I feel like I got a lot done today. We had some nightmare fucking jobs, but I'm most proud of. Um, my workout this morning. I just, uh, I feel like I really pushed myself. If I told you guys what I did, you'd probably think, oh, that's not that much, but it was a lot for me, so fuck off! Um, that's what, I, I always say this, but I can't say it enough. The, the greatest thing about the fucking gym, like working out just with yourself, is you don't have to fucking worry about, you don't, who gives a fuck what anyone else thinks, you know? Or, you know, if you're, well, it's not, that's not lifting, bro. You even lift. I lift way more than that. I run way more than that. It's like you know when you put in a serious fucking effort, you know when you haven't. And um, you only have to have that conversation with yourself, if you can even call it that. But you only need to fucking go over that shit with yourself. And then uh, everyone else can fuck off outside the fucking gym. Oh, my God. I got more fucking trucks tailgating me. I can't. I can't. It's just fucking pickup trucks everywhere, tailgating my fucking ass everywhere I go. Except for occasionally, you get the old pickup truck in front of you that's like an 80-year-old guy who's swerving in and out of the fucking road. Either way, it's like a vehicle that's way too large for the douchebag piece of shit who's fucking driving. Like, we saw a fucking trades guy, like, I think he might have even been a roofer, and he was swerving all over the road. I'm like, you know what? At least this guy works, and at least he has a truck for a fucking reason. Like, if you have a truck for work or for your farm or whatever, you know what? And you want to do some day drinking, that's a lot more fucking tolerable than these people who are just absolute fucking disasters, stone-cold sober, driving these giant fucking monstrosities around all day, every day. Um, anyway, I, 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 I can't stop fucking ranting and raving about this shit. I'm just fucking, it, it, it aggravates the fuck out of me because I'm trying to enjoy my beautiful country drive and I got this asshole fucking peeking in out from behind me because I just use my side mirrors and they just peek out from behind you like constantly like if, it's like if somebody were walking behind you and they were just constantly breathing down your neck actually this happened to me yesterday somebody was actually like I could feel breath on my fucking neck um and it's like you you never need to be this close to me like I understand you guys are desperate for human contact get the fuck away from me like I I just I don't know man people don't people just don't get it and um, but anyway whatever it's the driving equivalent of that like breathing down somebody's neck and then peeking up from like oh are you gonna you're gonna go can I get around you get a bit of a height and it's like actually if you ever want to see that I uh, that happens on a busy sidewalk um, you know, you got to fucking walk behind slow people or you got real fast people coming up behind you. It's like, oh, fuck. It's quite comical, actually. Um, I mean, in, in looking back in past tense in the moment, it's the most aggravating shit ever. Um, but looking back now and not having to do that shit, I'm very fucking grateful. What I don't understand is people in um, small towns or big cities hating each other. And, and, and judging each other as if that, that makes them a better person or that other person lesser of people. It's just like from where they live. Like, fuck off. People are fucking people. Yeah, there are some slight differences between people in wide open spaces and people jammed into fucking tight spaces. There's definitely going to be some fucking uh, universal factors there. But in general, people are fucking people. And if like your fucking identity is wrapped up in where you fucking live, you probably don't have much of a personality outside of that. 
to shut the fuck up. It's like people saying that, uh, like, only farmers are good people, and I don't know, some lady was saying that today, and it's like, I, you know what, though, it's like, I appreciate what you're saying, but it's also like, why don't, why don't you look at it in a way like, you know what I mean, like, we're so lucky to have been able to live on a farm and work on a farm and be able to fucking, like, you know what I mean, instead of like, anyone that didn't live exactly the way I did is a fucking piece of shit who strayed from God's path, like, I don't know, <laughs> like, it's like, how about other people aren't as fortunate to live that way? You know, and just be, like, really happy and grateful instead of, like, bitter and mean about it. Um, but anyway. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, um, she was talking about someone just coming, like, she had this giant battery thing. It was really difficult. And someone just came up and said, oh, I'll help you with that. And I, I've done this quite a few times because she was just so grateful and so happy that someone would do that. And I'm like, from the outside perspective, I'm like, you're doing that person a favor. I'm like, because I've done that lots of times and that just made me feel better. Um, it's, I don't know, and it, almost to the point where it does feel selfish just to help someone, although it's the opposite, like, you're doing, like, you know what I mean, I'm like, you probably did that, that guy probably felt probably better than you did, like, cause she was so happy, and I'm like, you, and, I, and of course, I mean, that's great that you had that reaction, so what I did is I told her a story about when I was trying to unload something in front of my house, and some fucking guy just, like, ran up behind me and started helping me, now, the truth is, that would annoy the shit out of me because I would just wanted to do it myself. This guy was really fucking annoying and anything. Like, he just wanted to help so that he could be involved in what I was doing because, I don't know, this guy was annoying as shit. But what I did is I told a story which was true and I just edited it for um, for this lady. So I could be like, yeah, I, I was uh, unloading. This guy just came out of nowhere and helped me. And she's like, that's wonderful. And it's like in my head, I'm like, that was the most annoying shit ever and I fucking wanted to bash the guy's fucking skull into the curb. Um, for interrupting me while I was, you know, doing something, um, and also, like, the, 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 uh, assumption that I'm just gonna stand there and hope someone will come along and help me, because I'm a weak little fucking piece of shit who didn't plan this out at all, um, no, I mean, fuck, I, I, I'm not, one thing you have to get over, um, and I don't give a fuck who you are, how old or how young or how strong or how fucking weak, you have to fucking learn to ask people for help. And I ask people to help all the time. And I fucking hate it when it's something that you've just been doing your whole life and now you can't do it anymore. That fucking sucks. That really fucking sucks. But that's fucking life. So suck it the fuck up. Um, anyway. Well, then you get to... The, the other side, I like to always look at things through both sides, is you can get too fucking dependent. And you forget how to do anything on your own. Like I've just worked in pairs for so long or multiple people and just had people around me to help me all the time. And then it's like, you just forget how to do things on your own because you're just constantly working as a team. Um, you know, it's good and bad, but you know, it's like, fuck, I'll, I'll be working. It's like, I, I'm just like passing stuff. Like if you guys ever seen fight club where he's just like passes the beer to the guy and he's like, it just smashes on the fucking ground because he's alone. Um, that's, that's most of my fucking life where, uh, if I am alone, actually the thing is some, some of my closest fucking, uh, compadres will tell me that they're my imaginary friends and I might believe them, but it's like, if I'm doing all this shit on my own, that's way more impressive. I'm way more proud of myself. But anyway, yeah, I would just like fucking throw a screwdriver and there's nobody there and it's like, oh, yeah, here, hold this, hold this, hold this. <laughs> it's like, uh, mostly though, not just holding things. Um, for me, like I need people to hold things for me, but also my, my fucking brain doesn't work. So I'm constantly like, remember this, remember this, like hold this thought in your head, hold this memory. Um, you know, you got to do that. 
But anyway, I digress. What the fuck was I talking about? You have to you have to learn to ask for help, but you also have to be independent. So, you know, I, I got to make sure I cover both bases. I look at both sides of fucking everything. I uh, try to. It also really helps, especially if you're fucked in the head like I am most of the time. Not all the time, most of the time. Is to have someone around you who's sensible and be like, does this make sense to you? Run this through your sensibility and give me some feedback. Like, what do you think? Like, I actually need your feedback. Sometimes it just gets stressful making decisions. So you'd be like, here, make this decision for me because I don't fucking want to. Um, that's different. Because um, decisions can sometimes get stressful. Um, or you can be one of these people that fucking can't let anyone make any other decisions. You're just a complete fucking control freak and you want to control everything. Now, the ironic thing is that will end up controlling you. If you fucking have to control absolutely fucking everything, that compulsive need to control everything will actually control your life. And it's very easy to tell people like this and then you just, all you just do is a simple reverse psychology and now you can just fucking make them do anything you want. Uh, not that it's good to manipulate people. I was trying to explain to my, uh, my new psychiatrist I'm very manipulative she's like, she's trying to comfort me and say that I'm not. It's like, first of all, you don't know me. Second of all, now I got to decide whether I'm going to be more manipulative with this person or um, try to be honest, which I'm trying my best. I believe in being completely honest when it comes to your psychiatrist, your lawyer, your um, doctor is to just be upfront, but not all because you can't trust them all. Don't fucking ever deal in absolutes, but you know, if someone, if you ever want to be truly helped, you have to fucking uh, be upfront and honest. Don't fucking trust anybody. You're going to put yourself in a vulnerable state, but that's the only way to ever fucking get better. You start lying your fucking ass off to everybody, you're going to be fucked. You're just going to live in a web of fucking bullshit and lies. Which is alright, that's what most of us do, I think. More or less, mas o menos. I don't know, I'm fully honest on this fucking thing, but it's not really that much pressure. I find the only ones on here are very close loved ones of mine, you know, and um, anyone else can fuck off. I mean, I, I'm not going to incriminate myself to the point where I'm worried. Uh, I have very little to hide, you know, but that's another thing that David Goggins said. He was just like, you know, it's so freeing. It's so wonderful to just be like, you know, you spend, you spend so much of his life caring what other people think all the time. And then just saying, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm me. I'm not going to fucking hide anything. I have nothing to be ashamed of anymore. I don't give a fuck. And it's not, it's misunderstood as like not caring about people's feelings. Of course he cares about people and he, and he respects them and, he, and whatever. But he also, what he means is just not feeling embarrassed. Not feeling, uh, you know, fucking just doing things because you think it'll make other people happy. So many of us live in that fucking realm. And it's like eventually you got to snap out of it, right? You got to stop giving a flying fuck what other people think. Uh, when it doesn't matter, you know. Anyway, I don't know if I'm making sense or not. I uh, I get heat stroke pretty bad. I also I don't have uh, AC, so I always get it in the car. Uh, a mild version. Sometimes I get really sick, but uh, I just suck at staying hydrated and cool. I um, but I also don't like the extremes. Like I don't like once I get super overheated, I just kind of get comfortable with that. You go into that fucking, like, walk into a walk-in freezer or, like, in an air-conditioned zone. It's like, oh, now I'm going to get fucking sick. That extreme back and forth. I don't know. I used to love doing that shit. Like, go from, like, I remember we used to do this every night. After a workout, you get, like, really hot and sweaty. Then you take a cold shower. Then you go in the, steam, the hot steam room. Then you jump in the cold pool. Then you do the fucking sauna. So Because there was a steam room and a, a dry sauna. So those are two different things. 
and um, and we just keep flipping back and forth. I don't know. I fucking I, I was really enjoying it, but maybe it's not good for you because most of the time I get sick. I think your body's just like, what the fuck are you doing? And then it just like doesn't even know what to do anymore. It fucking just shuts your immune system down. It's like, fuck it, we're getting sick. Fucking might as well. This guy's fucked. Uh, we've done everything we could to defend against whatever the fuck he's putting us through. You know, it's like Morgan Freeman uh, when he's describing the knockout. I don't know if you guys have ever been knocked the fuck out, but we've all been taken down by something or other where your body is just like this. I, I can't do a Morgan Freeman right now, but he's like, this guy obviously doesn't know <clears throat> what he's doing. So you just, you just shut down. And um, it's like, yeah, you know, if somebody hits you really hard or you just smash your head on something or you get, fuck, get choked out or you get your head twisted. Anytime your spine gets twisted really hard, um, that fucks you up so bad. But anyway, or, or just extreme heat. We're very, very fragile creatures. You got to remember that. We're, we're uh, But again, I'm going to flip back and forth to both extreme sides of everything. Um, I'm a fence sitter. Anyway, uh, we're very fragile, but we're capable. But, but in that, we're capable of absolutely amazing things. Actually, if you consider how fragile we are, that only drives the point home how amazing it is. This, the the feats we are capable of and 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 what people do achieve. So anyway, I feel like some days just getting out of bed and fucking. I I, I was just like describing even just going back to high school and how fucking challenging that was to me. I'm not trying to rest on my laurels. Just saying about you but but because it was so challenging to me like for example when I was talking about my workout it might have meant fuck all like if I tried it if I compared that to workouts I did when I was younger or even workouts I did a couple years ago or whatever it might seem like fucking nothing at all but it was extremely fucking difficult given how out of shape I am so anyway just pushing yourself to uh to um to do as much as you can that that's a, again that's an inner fucking dialogue or whatever i guess you can call it a monologue because it's just a, it's a thing but no it's a dialogue because you, you're having that conversation with yourself you know you're asking yourself is am i trying hard you know or you might have tons of voices in there i don't give a fuck to be honest uh my point is uh the same it's like a, it's an interior fucking dialogue that's just internal dialogue fuck where you're just kind of like um, asking yourself, "Am I trying my my best? You know, can can I do more?" Um, anyway, I'm fucking just I'm right fucking out of it. So I am going to leave you guys with that fucking incoherent pile of shit. And uh, as bad as it was, though, it wasn't nearly as bad as the first couple attempts that I deleted. I fucking anyway. So you're welcome. All right, you guys all owe me a debt of gratitude. <laughs> Just joking. I love you all. Be well. Alright, welcome back to Big Red and Chef's Podcast. How's everybody doing? Once again, I've lost half my fucking recording time being pissed off by people fucking breaking my balls while I'm driving. Now, the greatest thing happened. This asshole pulled out of me, pulled out in front of me doing like 20 under the fucking speed limit. I had to slam on my fucking brakes, almost hit him. He's a fucking idiot. But then the tailgater behind me also had to slam on his brakes. He's fucking busting my ass. He's fucking riding my bumper. So I slowed right the fuck down so that fucking idiot can pass me. Now I'm watching both of these fucking morons. The one guy's slowing down even more again, like he, cause he's getting tailgated. 
and then the tailgater guy's fucking livid because there's not there's a lot of traffic coming the other way so he just keeps peeking out peeking out so anyway when two dickheads that fuck with you by either going too slow or too fast or riding too close or whatever when they get together and start pissing each other off it's like thank fuck fuck both of these guys they're both acting like cunts and now uh, they're each other's problems but anyway, I fucking digress, because I, I, I gotta stop letting this shit fucking get to me. And uh, worse, I gotta stop letting it fucking uh, pollute my fucking thoughts so much that I just get on here, I'm angry, or I'm fucking, uh, or, or worse, I'm not even fucking recording anything, because I'm all fucking pissed off. Um, honestly, it gets to the point where I just disable all my fucking mirrors, which is not very safe, but I just, I just cannot fucking... Or I just block these fucking people. I'll have fucking cops and the ambulances behind me. I can't even fucking see them because I'm just, you know, off in fucking la-la land. That's not cool. Anyway, what are you going to do? This is life. you got to deal with asshole fucking people. Even when you're in the sanctity of your own fucking vehicle, driving out in the fucking country in the middle of nowhere, you still have to deal with fucking douchebags. Um, anyway. It's, it's relatable, okay? So, I mean, you guys all understand this. We all have our own idea of how fast to fucking we want to drive, right? There's the speed limits, and then everyone, you know, has their, still has their own idea. Some guys, they got a, they got a clock mathematically. They just do like a fucking 70 in the 80 and the 60, and that seems to work. So it's just like they don't want to go the speed limit, but, um... That kind of balances out, right? If you just speed in the fucking slow zone and go slow in the fast zone, it's uh, it's mathematically sound. You can't argue with that. I mean, uh, maybe it's not legal. Maybe it's a fucking shit thing to do. Um, I think, but I mean, these guys can hardly fucking see. They're completely oblivious. Uh, you know, some people drive like absolute fucking maniacs. But hey, they gotta be somewhere, okay? Unlike everyone else on the fucking road, these guys got somewhere to be, and it's more important than wherever you might need to go. You know, they might be going home or to work or to some store or something. And, um, unlike everyone else on the fucking road. <laughs> anyway, so we all have this idea of how fast we're supposed to be going. And everyone in front of you is a fucking idiot, fucking moron that goes too slow. And everyone behind you is a maniac that's driving too fast. Um, you know, unless there's never anyone fucking behind you ever and then you probably drive too fast but I mean what the hell you probably got somewhere to be right I mean fuck I just like I really enjoy my drive normally so it's like I just put it in fucking cruise I do nine over um, if there's fucking uh, someone behind me because I feel like that's uh, I feel like that's that's reasonable you know nine or ten you can go ten over I like I prefer nine because then it's like you're going over the speed limit, but you're still not going over that enough that you'll get pulled over, it's unsafe or anything like that. I don't even think there's a bracket till you get to 10 over. Um, regardless, I'm, I'm, I'm actually indicting myself right now, incriminating myself. Um, but this is all just, fuck, I've done enough disclaimers, you guys know that this is all just uh, humor and uh, this is all for entertainment's sake. It's like those news programs that are just for entertainment's sake. That's what I'm doing here, and that's a perfect fucking um, way to, to excuse yourself from any credibility or fucking liability.
Anyway, I wasted this entire segment complaining about fucking drivers, so uh, tune in next time where I'll probably do the exact same shit. Um, I gotta go to the fucking gym, and, um, yeah, I fucking, it's so goddamn hot. I'm just, I don't even need to go to the gym. I just gotta sit in this fucking car, and, and I'll sweat off ten fucking pounds, but gotta go pump some fucking iron, okay, guys? You can't spell iron without I and Ron, okay? There's no I and team, but there's an I and a Ron in I, Ron. I should have just stuck to complaining about tailgaters. Fuck, I'm 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 really uh I'm really dissembling here. I'm really fucking uh, falling apart. I love you all. Be well. And uh, also, if you drive too fast or slow, I fucking hate you. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs>
fucked up, but um, we just got out of there in time. But anyway, back at this fire. But the amount of fucking... They have to have barricades set up for crowd control. The amount of people coming up. And then weeks afterwards, the amount of people that drove up just to see a burnt fucking building. Like, there were almost so many car accidents on the street just because people, like, pull up there and they're like, Oh, my God, a burnt down building. Like, really? Like, for fuck's sakes. And I, it's like, I love living in a small town where not much happens. It's wonderful. Absolutely magnificent. But Jesus fucking Christ, it's a fucking fire, it's a burnt down building. Like, fuck off. But anyway, what are you gonna do? And the car accident thing, like, holy shit, somebody's just gone through some traumatic fucking shit. People could be dead, you know, and you find this exciting? People are dying. Exciting is not the word I would choose to describe it. I just wanted to set up that, uh, that line. That was a Bill Pullman. That was a terrible impression, but it was a Bill Pullman as uh, the president in uh, Independence Day. Did anyone see the remake? I, don't know, I didn't see it. I don't know. Uh, fucking... <clears throat> I, I got to see that movie in the theaters. I remember going to the theaters a lot when I was a kid. It was like fucking two bucks on a Wednesday afternoon or some shit. But I think a lot of times... Um, my buddy's parents would send us, and I think we were probably annoying the living shit out of them, and they were like, get the fuck out of here, here's a few bucks, go watch a fucking movie, go eat some popcorn. <laughs> ah, fuck. The best is, uh, you know, when you, you get money for a movie, and then you spend it on fucking stupid shit, and then you got a lie and said you went to the movie, <laughs> and then you don't even know what it was about. And it's just so fucking funny. My buddy was so good at this. I don't want to out anybody. Um, I don't want anyone to get in trouble. <laughs> All my friends are fucking middle-aged now. Um, have kids of their own, they're probably fucking lying to them and telling them the same shit. It all goes full circle. Actually, one funny thing is uh, one of my cousins, his fucking kids are so honest with him about everything. And he's like, man, what the fuck? He's like, my kids tell me everything. They're so honest. Like, Why don't you just lie? Like, isn't that what we do? We just lie. You say you're doing this and you go do something else. It's so much simpler that way. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I don't know. I was pretty fucking honest with my mom. We were really close like that. But, um, yeah, sometimes it's just like, I always think of Jack Nicholson, you know. I, I, I love being honest. I, if it were up to me, I'd be honest with everybody. Um, but some people can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Ah, I fucking lost it on the last and ran out of steam. Um, <clears throat> hold on, let me try that again. I don't give a damn. Ah, fuck, I'm losing it. My throat, fight, fro throat feels thrashed. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. Ah, fuck, I can't get it now. Anyway, fuck. Um, what was I going to say? What a great fucking movie. I've already talked about that movie enough, but it was a fucking masterpiece. Fucking anything Jack Nicholson does. Um, I've heard it catch flack for doing, like, cheesy family movies and rom-coms and shit. It's like, you know what? Even if you don't like cheesy family fucking rom-coms or whatever, it's still Jack Nicholson. And he's so fucking good in everything that he fucking does. Um, I don't know why I'm fucking defending him against... I don't even know who the fuck would have said that. <laughs> I love... But it does happen. It's like Billy Corgan. People gave him shit for like... I think he bought the WWE or some shit. He bought some wrestling federation. It's like, oh no, you're like this guy or whatever. People like put you in a box and you're supposed to stay there. And it's like, what the fuck? First of all, he's in the entertainment industry. Fucking, I think he's fucking one of the... I think he's in a league of his own. I mean, who the fuck else 
um, I don't know. I, I feel like there's certain bands, you know, they might fit into a fucking genre. I feel like Chili Peppers is like that. Um, they're just in a league of their own, you know what I mean? Like, Smashing Pumps is, is its own thing. Pink Floyd is its own fucking thing. Like, it might be classified as classic rock, but it's its own fucking thing entirely. Um, I don't know. I like all genres of fucking music. I don't deal in absolutes, but I've yet to find a fucking genre of music where they don't have anything good. Like, good and bad exists everywhere. This is what I'm saying. And the, the fucking amount of people that will goddamn assign themselves to a fucking genre of music and just say, this is me, and this is all I am. You know what I mean? Like, that's their whole fucking identity, is this fucking... I, I remember that so much growing up. It's like, I listen to this music, and this is my whole identity. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Music is something that's freeing, that unites us in a way, but also it's like... Anyone can listen to any type of fucking music at any fucking time. It shouldn't fucking define you entirely. Like, you can love music. You can be so passionate about it. It's one of the most beautiful things this world has to offer. Actually, one great observation I ever had. Actually, that does relate back to what I was saying about people putting you in a box or whatever. Uh, one of my buddies, a big fucking Jack Muscley dude, um, he's also, you know, fucking, like, plays the guitar sometimes and, like, does you know, shit that wouldn't be typically expected of a guy who's big and jack. See, the reason is, is because people just, they almost expect this balance. See, there is some validity to thinking that very attractive people are fucking stupid because a lot of times really attractive people can get by just on being attractive. The world's a fucking fucked up place like that. Um, the thing is, is so that does occur. But there's more than enough attractive people that are very fucking talented, skilled, or fucking, you know, um, they have so many other fucking things. Like, not every guy that works out is a fucking idiot. Now, I will say, while I'm working out, I'm a fucking idiot, because my all the brain leaves, all the blood leaves my brain, just like when you're getting ready to do something else, or your brain's in that head, so it's all your blood leaves your fucking brain, so your brain is not operating on a fucking full uh, functioning level. You're completely fucking focused. Your brain is barely even functioning at all. You're in a primal state. Uh, at least I am. I don't fucking know. So anyway, um, but that being said, you could be the most intelligent fucking guy ever. Uh, there was this one guy who was a fucking nerd. We used to call him Pumped Up Bill Gates because from the neck up, he looked like such a fucking dork from his giant neck up. Um, like, if you were wearing, like, a jacket, you'd just think, oh, this guy's a fucking nerd with a big jacket. And then he, he takes his fucking shirt off. He's fucking huge. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, it's, just, it's just such a funny fucking thing to look at. I try not to look at people too much. I remember one guy in the gym busting my balls because I had my big chain on. He's like, what the fuck is this guy here? Oh, what does this guy think? He's Flavor Flavor. He's working out. It's just like, buddy, look at, like, the guy who's working out is a fucking monster. This guy is a fucking little bitch. It's like, okay, you know what? Like, I, I can't remember exactly what I said. It was like, I'm in here lifting weights. Your buddy's in here lifting weights. That's why he looks like that and you look like that. You're in here looking at what guys are fucking wearing and, and, and talking shit. Like, I don't know if you, like, I'm in here to lift. I don't have time to be fucking distracted by anything. But uh, if you must fucking... Like, you must bust my fucking balls. The reason I wear my chain in the fucking gym is because I don't have a safe place to fucking live. I don't have a safe place to keep anything. Everything I own has to fucking stay in a goddamn pile next to me or on my person at all times. So, fuck you. And that's the best way to live. Actually, some, a few times I put my chain on in the gym because it, it takes me back mentally to that state of, um, of having nothing and having no safe place on earth. 
um, but also creating a safe place inside your head and knowing that that's the only safe place is inside your fucking head. You know what I mean? Like, you can look for physical locations all around the fucking planet. You're never going to find it. You know what I mean? It's like Tony Soprano said. It's, um, there's no geographical solution to a psychological problem. I don't even know if that's the right quote. And there's another one that summarizes this. I'm sure I've gone over all this. Uh, I'll go over it again, too, so fuck off. Um, see, my comfort place is right here in transit. I'm not in one fucking spot. I'm, I'm moving, and uh, it's very, very difficult and uncomfortable for me to stay in the same spot too long. Um, I don't know. I enjoy the nomadic lifestyle, and I enjoy not getting attached to things, but that's also a way of protecting myself, to, to, to stay distant emotionally from everything, every place, and everyone, uh, to just make everything temporary, because then you can't get hurt so bad, you know? Or, I mean, you, it won't hurt so bad when, when everything goes away. I don't know. I don't know. What was I talking about? Anyway, oh, the other quote was, uh, wherever you go, there you are. So, you know, you can fucking go all around the world. You can go to fucking Mars. We have other problems over there. Uh, and they might even distract you from your problems back home. It might be a very fucking, well, it won't be a short trip there. I don't know. Oh, depending on how you get there. I don't know why I'm thinking this sort of <laughs> like it's actually happening. Um, my point being, you know, you could be Major Tom and ground control be like, yo, how you doing? Same fucking shit. You know, you might be distracted for a little while, but you're still going to have the same fucking problems until you fucking sort out what's in your fucking head. You're fucked. So anyway, that's that's one thing I'm trying to do. And if you're fucking hanging out at the gym looking at other guys talking shit, you probably should be looking in the fucking mirror because then you can actually look and see more people and talk more shit. And it, I'm not saying don't do it. It's fucking fun. One of my favorite things to do is look at people and talk shit. And if people look at me and talk shit and it gives them any sort of entertainment or makes them feel better in any way, shape, or form, that makes me... Nothing could make me more fucking happy. Fuck. I'm, I'm wearing fucking black socks, gray Crocs, gray dad shorts, and some other gray shirt. I can't tell the difference in any of these shades. Um, have you guys ever seen Fifty Shades of Gray? I just wanted to watch some fucking, I don't know, something that was kind of sexy. All I had was fucking Netflix. I was in a hotel room. I put this shit on. That is the worst fucking garbage I ever saw. I'm like, I remember when I was growing up when there was nothing. I had no cable, no internet. Internet barely even existed. Um, I certainly didn't have it. Living in the, in the dark ages. Um... We we're just talking about this, you know. It's like it was so hard to fucking see any pornography. You had like a fucking, you get like a magazine if you're lucky, and it was like, oh god, fucking horrific. And um, then, or, or you're one of your buddies is like, hey man, I found, I got this porno tape. And you're like, all right, man, this is awesome. And it was such an event. You have to find a house where there was nobody home, and then you and like six of your buddies are watching this porn. And it's like, what are you gonna do, a fucking circle jerk? That's what a strip club is. It's like, yeah, there's like a couple of hot chicks with the ratio. It's, it's You're surrounded by horny-ass fucking dudes. You're elbow to elbow with a bunch of dudes. And it's like, if that's what you're into, that's fine. But most guys, it's like, yeah, yeah, I want to see hot chicks. It's like, yeah, but now you're fucking, like, actually bumping elbows with the... You know what I mean? You're surrounded by a bunch of horny guys. The real trick is, this is what one of our teachers told us. Um, one of our HVAC teachers. Won't call him out by name, but you guys know who he is. Um, he had the best fucking stories. His teaching was so-so, but his stories, absolutely epic. Um, he should, he should do a podcast if he's not. I mean, fuck, just, just for our benefit. I mean, fuck. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
what the, this story was about trying to pick his wife up from one of these uh, dude strip clubs, like where the, the strippers are dudes. Um, and it's, out, it's like most guys are, oh, that's so gay, you know, dudes fucking stripping, whatever. There's so many fucking horny chicks. And not just like horny, like, yeah, there's horny chicks everywhere. But I mean, fucking on another level, they turn into absolute animals. And it's like, guys, we, we know we have to keep it in line. I mean... I mean, maybe there's places in the world where you can still be out of line. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever. But we know here in this country, it don't add inches to your dick. Ah, oh, fuck, I thought I was going to get that one. That was another Jack Nicholson. Obviously, that's a deployed reference. He's talking about automatic weapons. Um, anyway, what's it called? I got to get to work, so I want to get this thought sorted. It's very important. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, anyway, girls are unregulated. Because they've fucking, uh, and, and rightfully so, they've had it bad for so fucking long. I'll give them that. They, they, so they can turn into absolute fucking animals, you know? And when they, when they fucking get out of line, it's like, well, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like uh, some sort of affirmative action thing. You got to let them, got to let them have their day. <laughs> I've been sexually harassed and assaulted many fucking times and just let it slide. The thing is, though, is typically not always. You're not under the threat of violence. It's not the same thing. You're not as physically overpowered. Now, this is a generality. Before I start getting angry emails and letters, um, you know what I mean? Save your weak fucking hands. <laughs> I'm just joking. There's plenty of situations. But what, what I'm saying, there's plenty of situations where a dude can get physically overpowered by a, a woman. But... Um, and sometimes it's quite enjoyable, but but uh, in general, there's um, way more instances where it's the other way around, and it's been so bad for so fucking long. But my point is, if you if you want to be around a bunch of fucking horny dudes, go to a fucking standard fucking uh, orthodox um, strip club. Uh, not orthodox like celebrate Christmas in January, which is a great thing to do. I love doing that, not just to save money, but I love prolonging the fucking Christmas um, spirit, the Christmas season. Um, I think Christmas should get moved to February because February can suck my ass. It sucks. Except for one February, one of our best friends got married, and that was so fucking awesome. It was so cool to have something in the fucking winter that wasn't Christmas. That was exciting. I mean, there's fucking Valentine's Day. Actually, I proposed on Valentine's Day because I didn't want to remember a different date. But also, now it is a special day because it, we made it a special thing. It was very beautiful, romantic. Um, I tell the story, but it's between me and the missus. You know, it's kind of personal. Also, she'll fucking beat me up. There's a, there's an example of a, a you know a guy who lives in constant fear. My woman, my woman will beat me up, and um, I'm afraid of her. I live in constant fear. My little girl's even more scary. Holy fuck, you should see the definition on this little girl. She's got this fucking... I don't know. I guess some great babies just grow pudge in this way, but, like, her shoulders and arms look so fucking jacked. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Anyway, she fucking hits me a lot, that little thing. I don't know why. She just... And she actually... She started putting her fists up because I know it's like we all have boxing in our blood or whatever. Um... Like, there's a lot of fighters in the lineage. I mean, I'm not good at fighting. I, I've got my ass kicked. I've lost more fights uh, than I could ever fucking remember, and that's partly why I can't fucking remember. Um, but I always say, and this is a great fucking thing to say when you're a fucking loser of many, many fights, is you learn fuck all from the fights you win. 
you learn from the fights you fucking lose. You gotta learn. You gotta lose a lot of fights, and that's a metaphor for all of life. Now life kicks the fucking shit out of me. If I had to fucking fight, like I told one guy, I'm like, I don't have the fucking stamina, buddy. Um, and if I did, I would be saving it for something else. Like, I can't go fucking ten rounds, man. I'm just gonna have to put you to fucking bed early. Um, no matter no matter what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I gotta fucking sleep for half an hour before I'm recharged. Right now I'm using uh, expressions that are tra transferable, whether it's fighting or sex. For me, it's just trying not to have a heart attack either way. <laughs> anyway, I'm just fucking around. I love you guys. Yeah, definitely. If you um, if you want to want to have a better time, go to the fucking strip club where the dudes strip. Um, if I were in better shape, I'd probably fucking do that for a living. Fuck. But, um, anyway, or if you're a fucking chick, honestly, enjoy the hayride before, before you have to tone it down like, like the guys, because you can do fucking almost anything you want, and it's like, you can get away with it, and I, I think, I think if you look at the, you know what I mean, historically, I think you've kind of earned the, the right, <laughs> so fucking give her hell, anyway, I love you all, be well, and, um, Oh, and also, yeah, don't don't fucking gawk at people, and, um, yeah, yeah, sorry, this all ties in, so, or, or don't, yeah, I, I didn't finish the, um, the story about the guy, he, he's a big jack, muscly dude, and he started playing a guitar, and a girl grabbed him and says, stop, stop, she's like, you're, like, this, like, I can't remember how she said it, I wasn't there, but she was like, you are like this, or whatever, like, she has a certain vision of this guy, and he was ruining it because that's enough. She's like, he's like, what? You don't like guys that play guitar or whatever? She's like, that's a different type of guy. And like, she had him like registered in her mind. Actually, this also ties into the Fifty Shades of Grey where like there's no real people. They're all just kind of like characters in some lady's fantasy. The lamest fantasy on the planet. Um, or the lamest way of displaying all that. Anyway. Um, so, anyway. People just put you in a fucking box and they say you're this or that, you know, and then they want to keep you there sometimes. It does happen. It's like my buddy used to dress up like a fucking soldier and tell ladies he was a fucking soldier. And he's like, I did do it for me. They got off on it. They fucking loved it. And so I was like, <laughs> is it wrong? Email me. Is that wrong? It's, it's technically stolen valor. Um, I mean, he's... I don't want to get into it, but that, that guy has earned his... Um, earned his stripes in different fucking ways. Anyway, um, I really got to get into work, and I just can't stop fucking talking. I love you all, and, uh, and be well, and I, I hope I wrapped everything up. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. I wanted to wrap up the car accident thing. Don't fucking gawk at people that just did a fucking car accident. That's not a fucking show. That's not a fucking performance. Unless they are staging it. Um, we know how that goes. Stay the fuck out of Brampton. <laughs> <laughs> I used to pay uh, my fifteen hundred in policies, and it wasn't high enough. You could never have a high enough insurance in Brampton, man. Stay the fuck out of that place if you can't, or at least get a dash cam. I'd very least get cameras. But anyway, yeah, if they're staging the fucking thing, then uh, that's that's different. But don't even give them the fucking satisfaction of watching or test it. Well, I guess I don't know. Anyway, that's a whole fucking thing. And then relating back to the strip club thing. Those people do want to get gawked at or whatever. That's the fucking point. Um, um, so there's a time and place for everything. That's what I'm trying to say. You see how I really wrapped that up real nice, guys? You see what I did there? Anyway, I love you all, and um, I'm going to work, so fuck off.
Oh, one more thing about on that note about the uh, people. Uh, the, it was a funny thing a little kid said um, to my missus was, um, she's like, are you a mom? She's like, no, at the time she was not. She's like, no. She's like, well, you're not a kid, so what are you? <laughs> it's like, this is a little kid. It's just like everyone's either a kid or a mom in her, in her world, right? I thought that was so fucking funny. You're not a kid. You're not a mom. What? What are you? <laughs> I think she's both of those things and much, much, much more. But it's hilarious the things kids say. But that's a little kid, you know what I mean? Grown-ass adults. Like, and Billy Corgan can fucking run any goddamn fucking wrestling fucking firm he wants. All right? He used to be a little boy, sold in his shoes. What he chooses is his choice. What's boy supposed to do? I like to quote um, music lyrics. What's the point of memorizing thousands of fucking songs if I can't just fucking spout off nonsense, uh, nonsensically? Anyway, I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Big Red the Chips Podcast. It occurs to me that I fucked up and I, I this episode's going to run long again. Um, or this segment's going to end up at the fucking beginning of the next episode. I uh, should have put that one out yesterday. Ah, fuck. I'm all fucking mixed up and behind on everything, all right? So quit breaking my fucking balls. What do I... We got to constantly defend myself against this non-stop, mostly imaginary onslaught I'm, exp I'm, I'm uh, withstanding, you know? But anyway, notwithstanding, never used that... Um, I never use that expression. There's a lot of stupid expressions. Uh, one of them, or, or one, or I don't know. One weird thing is that to not stand for something and to not take things sitting down are pretty much they mean the same thing, even though they're the opposite and saying. Um, actually, I remember one guy he took a stand, but he said, "I'm not going to stand for this," and then he fucking stood up because <laughs> he was so angry. About God knows what. He was at McDonald's. I think they started charging for sauce, maybe. I don't fucking know. Who knows? And uh, I just thought it was funny. Because, uh, yeah, both to take a stand and not to stand for things are, uh, is the same thing. Um, you know, the fucking English language is just such a fucking mis mis amalgamation, a mixed match, a mismatch. You know, I've been saying mi up until recently, I I've been saying mixed match my entire fucking life. And it's mismatched, which is you know, completely understandable, but I've just been saying it like a fucking idiot, because mix match makes sense, doesn't it, mix and match, I, 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 I don't know, fuck, ah, anyway, we've covered a lot of good ground so far, I like to think I started out strong here, well, fuck, I don't know, I'm saying started out this segment, but I could be finishing the fucking episode, you know what, the only thing worse than mixing up my fucking shit, no one would even fucking notice if I stopped fucking talking about it, but I can't fucking help it. Because I feel like I have like a system going, a formula. And then uh, if I and if I stray from that, you know, it's like, fuck. You guys, uh, I always reference this point in a movie that no one ever really saw. Um, it seems, except for me, um, is the movie Existence. I don't remember too much from it. It was a weirdo kind of sci-fi deal. Uh, and it was like, I think Tobey Maguire was in it. That's the only guy I remember. And, like, you put this weird fucking alien worm-like thing into your spine, and then it takes you into this fucking crazy-ass video game type thing. Um, just, like, some alternate universe and where you're just living in, like, some sort of virtual reality. And, uh, I don't know. 
Kind of like in, like, Westworld sort of thing, but um, completely fucking different. An existential reality. And I think the uh, thing they used was called existence. Maybe that's what it was. Fuck. Anyway, I could fucking go on and on and on. I don't even know if, I, if this wasn't even a real movie anymore. I don't even know if Tobey Maguire's a real person anymore. I mean, shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. Which is ironic, because that's what I'm talking about, is existentialism. Anyway. Um, there's this one scene I always like to reference, because it's just so fucking relatable. And so everyone in this fucking, like, video game world has, like, a fucking program, has a script, has a fucking whatever. And you have to fucking kind of go off the script. Just like in a video game, you, you only get, like, so many things that you can say, and then that, that triggers what this person says next. And at one point, the guy doesn't say the right thing. Um, and, and the fucking, like, robot guy or whatever is just, like, he's just going... Like, kind of, like, rolling his eyes, and his head's, like, kind of, like, shifting back and forth, and, like... She's like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, what the fuck is going on here? She's like, oh, you're you're going off script. This guy doesn't know, like, you just, you gotta fucking say the right cue, the right word or whatever, and then he'll go back to fucking his programming. Like, you can't, he doesn't have anything outside of that. So anyway, it always stuck with me because that's so many fucking people, all of us in a, in a way. You know, you just get into this routine and this fucking programming. Like, all your responses, there's no thinking. There's no, um, like, reason. It's just all automated response. There's, like, like this guy at work, um, this guy I worked with, he'd just be like, hey, how you doing? And he'd be like, good, and you? He's like, oh, I'm all right. And then he'd be like, good, and you? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, like, uh, what did you do last night? He's like, not bad, yourself? And he's like, um, okay, like, uh, you know, um, what are you doing this weekend? Good, and you? Like, the guy just, he, he, I don't even know if he spoke fucking English, but no, no, he just didn't give a fuck. He just had all these fucking pre-recorded responses like a fucking robot, um, just so he could get along. Like, he'll just make any noise happen to get along with whatever the fuck he's doing. And another thing, like, uh, where things seem, like, very paradoxical and I, is, is a fucking routine is the most comforting fucking thing. Straying from your routine is one of the most terrifying fucking things. That's why so many of us stay in horrible situations just to not fuck, because we're afraid. Even though the worst fucking shit ever can seem better. We, we choose comfort over fucking um, anything, it seems. Like, you know what I mean? I always, and, and another reference point on that is, or, or whatever, uh, another proof of that is McDonald's. Shittiest fucking thing ever shittiest garbage food we all know it's fucking garbage but we fucking it's the most successful thing because it's comforting you get well i mean there's more to it i've you know i mean they fucking lure you in with like toys and playgrounds and all this shit and then they get you hooked on all this garbage and they advertise the shit out of it but it's garbage you know you know what i mean there's it could be surrounded by a thousand of the greatest fucking restaurants on fucking planet earth like i lived in toronto toronto's like the most culturally diverse place on planet earth which makes it have the most fucking culture and the most fucking, um, or the most diverse culture. And, um, so, so like probably like some of the best food options ever. I, I think the only thing that would probably compete with it would be like, you know, maybe New York or something, but I don't think New York is as integrated. Um, anyway, I'm not exactly a fucking world traveler. So just fucking take whatever I say with a grain of salt. Um, I'm also a terrible cook. I just had one grain of salt. I'm also really bad at jokes. Now that I'm a dad, I'm embracing the, the lame jokes. I used to be pretty fucking uh, clever with some one-liners, but fuck. 
I digress, and that's okay. Okay, I'm wearing black socks and sandals. You know, I just you just gotta you just gotta roll with it. And uh, <laughs> anyway, the point is, is I had the best food options almost in the goddamn world living in that fucking city, and I used to go to McDonald's all the time because I just got used to it, and that was my routine, and that was what I I just you know I was comfortable with that, and I was just like. I, it's just so absurd. It's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Then you move to like the middle of nowhere, and there's very, very few options. Actually, I look at it as a positive because I fucking love to overeat. I love to eat junk, and both my physical health and fucking uh, financial health suffer greatly from eating too much fucking junk food. Go around, you twat. Um, but anyway. Who the fuck still drives one of those pieces of shit? What a fucking idiot. Um, sorry about that. I'm trying I'm trying not to fucking let my road rage bleed into my fucking shit so much. Yeah, now I'm just thrown right the fuck off. Um, where was it? Where was it? Hold on, I'm gonna take a minute here. Okay, I took a few minutes and with the with the magic of radio. Um, well not radio, live radio, you wouldn't uh, be able to do that, but um the magic of uh, podcasting. Um, I can just pause and warp, warp, uh, warp right to the fucking uh, to the point after. I can't find the point after the pause I just did. Um, now I would have saved you guys some time if I didn't spend fucking five minutes in this awkward fucking trying to gather my thoughts again to explain how I just took a break to gather my thoughts. Anyway, you guys came here for good content, and that's what you're getting. <laughs> There's a reason, again, another great thing about the English language, that the word content and content are the same word. <laughs> because you're always happy with what I'm putting out. You get that? It also has the word cunt, tent. So my content is like a tent that's also a cunt. Um... I honestly feel like I should have left a trail of breadcrumbs as I came down this path because I'm lost. Oh fuck, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna take two minutes this time to gather myself. Alright, that was like three and a half. I can't fucking I have no fucking idea what I was talking about. Um Was it important? The existence thing uh was was important. Um if I can ever find, maybe I'll leave a link to just that fucking scene so you guys know what I'm talking about. Because I don't know if I'm painting a clear enough picture. That fucking Westworld show was awesome, though. Um, I don't know if any of you guys watched that. I'm not, I'm not big into sci-fi. Not because it's a bad genre, just because like my imagination broke somewhere along the way. I grew up living in imagination land, and um, I just was living in a world of make-believe. It was like, fuck, I was so creative. I loved to write or make up stories or make up worlds. Make up. I had my own version of everything. I was like, oh, Ronnie's fucking version of this, that, and I would just draw all these insane fucking things that I designed. I had this car. It was like, um, it was kind of like a smart car. I, I just wanted this tiny little fucking bubble thing. It was uh, ridiculous. Um, I had the, actually, my version of a fucking human um, I had two, one, and they both had these crazy long fucking uh, telescopic like fucking um, necks. For some reason, I wanted a huge long neck. What's a long neck? Um, what was the other thing? I had wheels on one, like fucking. I don't know why. I just always wanted to have wheels. 
um, or the fucking, um, you guys remember uh, Robocop was one of my favorites, even though it was goddamn traumatizing for a small child, <laughs> holy shit, I mean, real life Detroit turned out to be far worse than um, that movie, but holy fuck, <laughs> that movie was gory, I loved it, but anyway, um, what's it called? I wanted to have uh, legs like Ed 209, like those big fucking robot legs. You will never have robot legs! That's a uh, reference to Grandma's Boy, that fucking nerd guy that wants robot legs. Um, so anyway, I was a nerd kid that wanted fucking robot legs. And I, I fucking uh, designed this fucking human... I don't know. I, I, that, that, there was many, many things. That one just sticks out in my head. I wish I could find these fucking drawings. There's some real fucking beauties. Um... Anyway, I don't know. As a child, I was not very, um, or sorry, as a young child, I was the most ambitious kid in the world. Actually, my goal, I, I really love to go to Canada's Wonderland. Um, now I'm dreading it because I realize, I'm, no, actually, every time I go, I have a fucking blast, even as an adult. But um, actually, roller coasters started to make me sick. I was like, fuck, I'm this guy now. I get, I get sick in, with the motion. <laughs> um, so anyway, I just have a cup of warm fucking weak tea sit down <laughs> anyway <laughs> I realized walking around I'm like holy shit these poor parents there's so much fucking junk junk like absolute shit that's marked up 80,000% and it's all like low to the ground it's all bright and shiny and loud and fun and, and like just it's fucking garbage and I remember wanting all that shit as a kid and you're just like, your parents already fucking blew the whole budget taking you to this fucking magical fucking uh, theme park. Then they fucking got to spend fucking $10,000 markup on food for your stupid ass. And then you're just going to get sick and puke all over the place because you're a dick. And, and then you're going to fucking um, get an $8 fucking beverage. I don't know. By the time this airs, it's going to $8 for a beverage is going to seem like nothing. Fucking... Um, and then you're going to be like, I want them fucking toys. It's like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, man. But that being said, you know, I like to sit on the fence and be on both. Or no, sorry. I like to be on both sides of the fucking fence. I was just saying yesterday. It's like, I don't go out much. Like if I'm going to a concert, I'm going to fucking a thing. I'm doing this or that. I worry about money every single fucking day. As much as I don't want to admit it. Like I, I never, I'm not a materialistic fucking person. I don't give a shit. I've been broke my whole life. I'm very comfortable with that. I do still have a part of me that worries about money. I still worry about like losing my house or not being able to eat anything or like, you know, that, that sad fucking cold. I can't get fucking warm because I don't have a fucking safe place to go. I, no one should ever fucking experience or, or maybe just like very, very like me. I only experienced that so fucking briefly and it just breaks my fucking heart. The amount of people that have to feel that long term. It's not just sleeping indoors and it's not even just. Um, like, like I always say home is a psychological place, but it's also like being loved and taken care of. Like, it's just, it's, it's fucked that people have to go without that. Um, anyway, I didn't want to get off on a dark path here. I'm saying it as a positive because you just appreciate everything. But anyway, in the back of my head, I do constantly fear of, uh, you know what I mean? Like just being absolutely fucked broke. Cause it's not just me anymore. You know, I got the missus, you know, I got the kid now. It's like, I got a... I feel like, you know, I gotta do more to take care of my ma. My ma. My ma's a fucking trooper. She always has been. Um, 
I don't I don't have to worry about her too much. Actually, my mom just just got to spend more time with her. My mom's a fighter. They don't, no one needs to really even take care of her. She's just a fucking. I don't know. That's what my uncle said. He's like, you guys get when we're young. He's like, you guys gotta get your fucking shit together. Like, holy fuck. Like, he's like, don't worry about your fucking ma. Your ma can take care of herself. Like, you should be taking care of, you're worried about taking care of your ma. But you guys need to fucking get your shit together and start taking care of yourself at the very least. Um, it's funny, though, because one time my mom was like, oh, our uncle, um, oh, what, I'm not going to say, well, no, I've got, like, what, six Uncle Johns? Uh, one of my Uncle Johns? Oh, I'm just sure. The, um, actually, I think I only have one uncle left. Fuck. Actually, no, I recruited uh, my wife's uncles. Um, I was I was in fucking desperate need of new uncles. So uh, I don't know. I mean, fuck you guys. Sometimes some of us have to grow up without dads, and you just have to really lean on your uncles for stuff. I was really lucky to have some really wonderful fucking uncles that helped me out, and so I, I try to be the same. I don't get to spend any time with my niece and nephews anymore. I try to call or whatever, but like, fuck. It's heartbreaking because, you know, you love them so fucking much. Also, being an uncle's the best, being an aunt or an uncle, because then you do get kids that are of your fucking bloodline, and you love them unconditionally, and they're so precious, but you only get them at their best. I mean, while well, some people go beyond that, but in general, and if you're a deadbeat fucking uncle, it's fantastic. You show up, fucking fill them with junk food, buy them that stupid fucking thing at the fucking theme park that fucking costs way too much fucking just spoil the shit out of them and then when they start being dicks be like all right later dude <laughs> you just leave them somewhere uh yeah fuck it's it's just it's nothing but the good stuff um now being a parent is uh you know is is awesome in a different fucking way but it comes with a lot of fucking bullshit anyway what are you gonna do there's way more good than bad i'll say that see i, I like again i like to be on both sides of the fence it's like the most wonderful thing ever like, you're just, like, the most important person in the world to someone. And there's pressure with that to be better. But that's also a good thing. But you're just, like, it's the most wonderful fucking feeling you could ever experience. But having said that, I don't want anyone that doesn't have kids to feel like... I don't want to be like Brian in Family Guy where he's like, No, you don't understand. Until you have children, you don't understand. All this shit you could understand before. I understood all this before. It's fucking... Give me a break. I mean, obviously, the, the special bond you, you share with your own fucking child is just between you... It's just precious between you two. But you can experience that with nieces and nephews. You can experience that with some kid that's not even related to you by blood. And that's also its own precious thing. That's why I kind of just wanted to adopt. Because I feel like if there's even one fucking kid in the world that doesn't have a family, it's fucked. But I mean, how much of us, how much of our family is not actually blood? You know what I mean? It's like the people who, I don't want to just fucking cart out old cliches. But this is the most serious, real fucking thing. It's one thing, you know, people to take care of each other that are fucking family like you know and it's almost expected it's like whatever but it's not always the case so actually it is pretty uh great um but anyway when it, you even see when someone who's not even related to you you just take care of them and love them or you look back in your life and you realize that some of the people that took the most care and love and compassion for you weren't even fucking related to you and had no fucking legal or moral obligation well i mean that's debatable moral obligation um you know and then you look back and you're like, that person went so far run above from me. So that's why, you know, we all fall into fucking uh, sad and depressing times. You know, it's hard in the moment to think about this, but you're definitely accountable to somebody. Nobody is 100% fucking self-made. Actually, that was one thing I really enjoyed. I finally got to the end of that um, 
Schwarzenegger documentary. Uh, it was really, really good. He's a very inspirational guy. But like I said, the other thing that I found like really interesting and very um, moving and comforting is how tortured he is and how, how much he has to use avoidance to fucking avoid dealing with things. Um, and I was like, holy fuck. Because he's one of the most successful fucking people ever. Like, he just... He, he, I don't know. He's a fucking worker. Like, he really, 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 really fucking works hard. And uh, I find that admirable. I don't give a fuck what it is. I wouldn't choose that path that exactly because it's not for me. Um, but anyway, people like that really inspire me. I don't think he, like, I think there's a lot of honesty there. I don't think like, it, anyway, what was my point? Oh yeah. He's like, you can call me fucking schnitzel. You can call me fucking whatever. <laughs> I don't know. He says three fucking things. You can call me whatever the fuck, but don't ever call me a self-made man. Cause he's like, I didn't do anything all alone. I had so much fucking help along the way. Um, but that being said though too if you're like there's something about like it's there's it's it's hard to put down in words exactly what it is but when you're there's certain people you're drawn to that you want to help that you want to, it's just like there's something about certain people it's like fuck i don't know well also i think there's um there's something special in everybody but if everybody's special nobody's special there's a fucking paradox for you that's not even a paradox that's just a simple concept um that it's kind of hard to swallow but actually having said that to make it easier to swallow is um everybody's special in their own fucking way um so yeah everybody can be special and then at the same time make um and not not make nobody special but it's like it, well, if everyone were special the same fucking way yeah it would negate it all it would just be regular you know um anyway i am spiraling now because i gotta get into work and um i gotta get in early and do some shit I didn't, I don't know if I completed any of the fucking things I started. Does it fucking matter? I don't know. You know what? It bothers me because I'll fucking listen to this and I'll be like, you fucking idiot. You started all these fucking things and you didn't finish them. Um, because I, I knew where I, where I wanted to end with this stuff. And it, it's, I don't know. It's a compulsive need. I had to get these fucking thoughts out of the fuck out of this goddamn head of mine. And, um... But also, it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just like when you go to bust a nut and you don't get to. that That's what I feel like, too. It's like, you know, you don't... You, your brain keeps telling you, oh, you got to do this. You got to get this out. Like, it didn't, didn't didn't get out of you. Um, and, and then it's like, what the fuck? Um, anyway, I love you all. Be well. Thank you for listening to this fucking jumbled mess that I call a fucking podcast. Coming straight to you from this jumbled mess that I call a fucking mind. Um, I love you guys all, and um, enjoy this wonderful fucking day. It's going to be hotter than fuck. Actually, I got some listeners in the far north. I, I got listeners all around the world. God bless their heart. Um, so, you know, I got I to gotta step up my game. You know, I got I to gotta get more knowledge of uh, the, the entire world to, to keep my listeners uh, happy, I guess. Anyway, what am I, a clown? I'm here to amuse you. That was a terrible Joe Pesci. I should have left before I started getting into the Joe Pesci's. Um, I don't know. I never. I, you know what? I'll say I've lost a lot of ability to do um, um, impressions. I've never been able to do a Joe Pesci. It's, I just can't hit that fucking uh, that that tone he has. It's it's. It, I, I love his fucking voice. I love his his old demeanor. Is he's just an awesome guy. That, there's an example of a guy who's just so lovable. He's working in like a fucking restaurant, and. Uh, I can't remember the exact story, but it was just like, no, we need this guy, this guy, 
right here. He's fucking four feet tall. <laughs> he's a fucking angry bastard. But he's like, I don't know, he's one of my favorites. It's just everything I see him, and I fucking love that guy. And, um, yeah, he's small, but I'm telling you, a guy like that, I've fought a lot of guys in my life. A guy like that, you might be, even if you beat him, he's going to fucking hurt you. Like, he's so angry and determined. <laughs> ah, shit. Anyway, I love you all. Be well. Thank <laughs> you.